Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on December 16th for the third Sunday of Advent, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. The people who approach John the Baptist, they are filled with expectation. They are excited, they have possibility, have their, the preparation. Uh, they are looking for the coming of Christ, for the, the coming of something big in their lives. And we too are, are preparing. We know something big is coming. That Christmas celebration uh, is almost here. We're almost uh, made our way around uh, the Advent calendar. And we uh, are preparing uh, for that great celebration of Christmas. But there is still work to be done. Still spiritual preparation to be made, but also all the preparation uh, for all the celebrations. Gifts to be bought, uh, food to be uh, gathered and, and prepared, dinners to plan. Uh, all of this all of this energy, all of this uh, to do, uh, all of this expectation around the coming celebration of Christmas. There's a lot of ups and downs and, and running around and, and uh, a lot can be lost in that. A lot can be lost in the, the, the eagerness and the preparation uh, that we uh, undergo every year as we prepare for Christmas. And we take this third Sunday of, of Advent to pause and, and to rejoice, uh, to remember uh, that we are called to have joy in this, uh, in this preparation. And joy isn't always easy to be found, especially in uh, the running around, the ups and the downs, the here and the there. And so uh, perhaps, as odd as it is, we may take an example from the grain of wheat. So we are told in our gospel that Christ is like the farmer with the winnowing fan in his hand, and he is desiring to separate the, the wheat from the chaff and then to gather the wheat into his barn. And so we are the wheat in that image, and Christ is the farmer. And so we can, I think, take an example from the wheat itself. And so the wheat, having grown together in the cluster, in the, in the ear uh, of, of grain, as it were, um, enjoying the sun, the nature, being together as one, there is joy there. There is joy in being together, but that joy doesn't last. The farmer comes along and whoo, cuts it down and gathers it up and brings all of that grain to the threshing floor, which is where either uh, human or, or animal will uh, trample the grain to, to loosen the wheat from the chaff. Uh, at times, the farmer may even take a bushel of that grain and whack it on the floor over and over again to loosen it up. And, well, for the wheat, not much joy in that. Not much joy in this up and down, around and around. And finally, well, the next step is for uh, the, the winnowing fan, not so much of a fan, more of a rake, actually. Uh, he would take 
and gather that and flip it up into the air and the wind will blow away uh, the chaff. That which is light and unnecessary will just kind of blow away. The grain falls once more to the threshing floor, up and down, around and around. Um, chaos at times. The wheat can ask, where is the joy that we once had? Where is the joy that we once had in being together there in the field? The farmer will then take the grain that has been separated and gather it into the barn. Some of that grain being used uh, the next season for the planting of the crop where it will die to itself and uh, a new grain will grow from that. 60, 70, 100 fold. The other grain will be uh, uh, thrown into the mill where it will be grind, uh, ground together and uh, made flour and the family will gather around uh, and partake of the bread that comes of that. The joy for the grain, not in the moment of the threshing, not necessarily in the gathering in the barn, but there was joy in the field and there is joy in the producing of the new fruit and joy at the table of the family. There was joy and there will be joy again. But joy in the moment, where is that to be found? There's a lot to do. There's a lot being done to the grain that it has no control over. But still, we are called to find joy in the moment, in the midst of that, well, in the midst of that chaos. And we are to God just as the grain is to the Father. The grain is to the farmer, rather. The grain is to the fa farmer as we are to God the Father. There's a great distance between us. And the farmer doesn't just do this to the grain out of a sense of enjoyment, out of the chaos, but because the farmer knows what the grain is for. The grain has grown. It is time uh, for all of this to be done. And eventually the grain will find its purpose in either producing more or in being ground into flour. We too have Christ as our farmer, Christ as the one who knows what we are for, uh, what we are called to become. And there is joy. There is joy in each of our lives. Maybe not now, but we can look back to when there was joy and we can look forward with expectation, with, uh, with excitement to the joy to come. There may not be joy now. It may rather seem like we're being tossed about, up and down, side to side, over and over. But we're not alone. We're not alone in the midst of that. The grain found itself together in community when it was uh, growing in the field. And the grain still found itself together as it was being harvested and prepared and milled and gathered together. The grain is together in that. And not only that, but our farmer, our farmer Christ himself, has desired to become one of us. Like the farmer desiring to take on the being of the grain, our God has joined us in that turbulence, in that chaos, in that up and down, 
around and around over and over again. In this season, as we prepare in many different ways, spiritually and physically, for the coming feast of Christmas, uh, there are many stories of those who are separated from families. I think we all, uh, in one way or another, have uh, an example of that. A family member who is a little estranged, who isn't uh, kind of, doesn't fit exactly in these celebrations. There's a little tension around that. There's not apparent joy in that situation. Perhaps, maybe, for someone else in your family, you're that person. Maybe you're the one who is estranged, who doesn't fit within the group. You're like a grain separated from the rest of the bushel, a grain that finds itself not only in this chaos, but off by itself. It takes a bit of vulnerability. It takes a bit of, of looking forward to the joy that can be, the joy that will be, to open ourselves up to the possibility that maybe this Christmas, maybe this Christmas, those who find themselves separated and alone, a grain without companions, uh, to be brought once more into. Together, we can uh, experience great things. There is joy to look back towards. There is joy in the future, but maybe a little bit of discomfort here in the present. We, uh, we invite that in, knowing that Christ himself hasn't left us alone knowing that Christ has desired to join us in this. We give thanks, we give praise, and we have joy in the fact that our Lord and Savior went out of his way to join us in this up and down, around and around. have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.